What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. I want to ask a specific question or answer a specific question about business insurance. This comes up all the time. I have gotten it a number of times, both in the comments as well as uh, sent directly to me, as well as in conversations with financial coaches. And the question invariably comes up is, should I have some sort of business insurance for myself? And the answer is, it depends. Um, so let me give you kind of the extreme examples here. If you are staying clearly within the bounds of financial coaching. And I think a lot of people don't really understand what that means. But if you are truly only coaching, I don't think you need um, insurance. Now, I might sound like a hypocrite on that because I generally have more insurance than I've ever needed. And in fact, I've never really had major insurance claims. My wife had a deer with her car once. That was interesting and required some decent repairs glad i had an auto insurance on that but generally you know you get insurance hoping that you will never need it and so i am one of those kind of risk adverse people that uh, tends to have as much insurance as i think i need all right so anyway um so i have had business insurance liability insurance umbrella insurance eno insurance all of those things okay my point here is that on financial coaching like life coaching or basketball coaching or whatever it might be um you know, if you are staying within the bounds of coaching, you know, i.e. I am not prescribing anything to you. I am not telling you what to do. I'm not even educating you. That's a financial educator, right? I am just kind of helping you go through, walk through your decisioning process, walk through um, your value system, let you decide what you want to do, help you uncover how you are going to determine the plan, um, help you decide how you are going to pursue and make achievements and progress through your goals, right? I am an enabler. I am a catalyst for your thinking and I am not applying any philosophy, any of my uh, values or uh, wishes onto you, right? That's truly coaching. You know, it's kind of helping you build better habits, helping you figure out what your goals are and how to um, enable your habits and tendencies to make that happen, okay? So if you were staying well within the curbs of financial coaching specifically, then you probably don't need insurance because there's nothing that you did except kind of unleash my own creativity and potential, okay? The reality is most financial coaches drift and bleed outside of financial coaching. It's almost impossible to stay within the, the confines of financial coaching, literally. The problem is, as, so, as soon as someone says and gives you a question that you have the answer to and that there is an answer, you know... Um, uh, you know, what's the, what did the Dow end at yesterday, right? And you give them that number, uh, you know, um, a Roth IRA, is that something that, is that, that's something that exists, you know, uh, um, uh, overdraft fees, what, what does that mean, right? And so anytime you answer those, all of a sudden now you are stepping out of the financial coach role into the financial educator role, right? And now you're providing information, information that could be right or wrong. Now at this point, you have taken on some liability. It's not necessarily a lot of liability, but at, at this point, and again, caveat here that don't take legal advice from me. Find a legal expert or uh, consult with an attorney to determine any of these specifically for yourself. But now I'm providing information. And if I say, hey, the uh, maximum contribution limit to a 401k this year for most people is $40,000 and it's really 20500 or whatever the, the current threshold is, I have given some wrong information, right? Or if I have said, oh, uh, you don't have to pay um, 
short-term capital gains on some on a stock that you held for a couple days you know whatever it might be right so now when you play in the financial educator role there are right and wrong answers and you know to be honest the answer that you give at some point might be right and they change a the law or rule or whatever or reinterpret it and it might be wrong tomorrow so the financial educator role puts you at some exposure if you start playing in the financial counselor role like hey this is what you should do you should give your credit card company a call and uh, ask them to reduce the interest rate there is usually a pretty standard outcome that comes from that you know either they'll do it or they won't or maybe they'll give you some options or maybe they'll maybe they'll give you part of that or maybe they'll give you uh some other ideas of like transferring to another one of their credit cards that they offer whatever it might be it's also possible that they might close your credit card you know you just might get someone on the other end of the line that's like you know what i don't like this person their supervisor they're having a bad day and they close your credit line and require you to pay it all off at that moment okay um highly unlikely but that might happen but because you directed them to do that as a financial counselor like this is what you should do uh they could say hey this outcome made me worse off you did me wrong and how wrong did you do me and there's some liability there you know it's possible um and certainly if you get into the financial advice like hey you want to buy this and blah 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 you know and you find out hey that the financial advisor didn't disclose that if i set up this account i can't get my money back out for seven or ten years or um if i do there are penalties and they didn't tell me that you know i had to keep making the payments on you know they didn't disclose something or they didn't disclose what their compensation is or however many things that uh, could possibly come out of that that's why financial advisors are heavily insured because humans make mistakes and not intentional um there's just so many things that, you know everyone makes mistakes so my point here is that you probably don't need insurance. Um, and it, the closer you are staying within the confines of financial coaching only, that discipline, the to me, the least exposure you can have, uh, you probably don't need it because how does someone go about and say, listen, um, they did me wrong. And, you know, say a judge says, how did they do you wrong? Well, I wanted to buy a car and they helped me do that okay well did they tell you to buy the car did they encourage you to buy the car no they just kind of helped me kind of think through how i was going to do it i had my mindset on it blah blah um a catalyst right we are an enabler for them uh, but it's not necessarily encouraging them to do anything again as soon as you start drifting out i think that exposure continues to be why doesn't mean you have zero exposure as a financial coach but as a financial coach we're not really telling them what to do we're not giving them ideas we're not playing the educator as soon as you start bringing into any of these other pieces or more of these pieces or you're playing squarely in the counselor role you're playing squarely in the advisor role uh and if you're playing in the advisor role you're going to need your licenses you know um but if the more you move into these other roles uh the other offerings on the financial spectrum the greater that exposure becomes in my opinion so uh do you need insurance no but if you can see yourself already playing in the, the space of the counselor which a lot of people do then maybe you do all right so that's kind of my long way of saying uh you might but that's hopefully helpful criteria when you think uh should i get it or am i kind of playing in the space that i'm advertising only all right hopefully that helps i'll see you later